Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Lionstar Sports. Make sure to check them out on Twitter at Lionstar App and at Lionstar MLB and download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You will not regret it. Lineup optimizers, chats, value tools, you name it, they have it in the palm of your hands for all sports, not just baseball. So go check that out. They do all the formats too, uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, Yahoo, all in the palm of your hands. So go check that out. I am on Twitter at BD Intric and my co-host as always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? I told you Chris Bassett was going to be a good start tonight, and he was. You know, He scared uh, me at first. He scared me because I was all aboard too. Don't yeah. know why he scared you because 18 straight road losses for my loser team, the Arizona Diamondbacks, on pace for 110 losses. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad I didn't do the Carl Jr. bit this year. I would oh, be dead, man. you know, uh, and, and it, it got pretty miserable at the end of, you know, uh, 85 losses or whatever yeah. it was. So um, th- this one, oh, th- this year is not fun. Hopefully we'll get some trades and I can be super interested in the draft. But, uh, you know, a lot of home runs hit today. A lot of fun games to watch, but mine was not one of them. Yeah, the Giants got there. They got going with Talkman and Crawford and company. Uh, the Reds let me down. That was a very, very big disappointment. But the Orioles were Orioles were strong yet again. Uh, the Indians, you know, fade Carmart. We were all over that one yet again. Yeah. Jose Ramirez, a monster game. Um, so there was a lot to like for sure. But um, and the, and the Astros, they're on fire right now. So we'll definitely talk about them. Pitching wise, though, Glass now still a beast. Bueller still put up over twenty points. Bieber wasn't bad. Uh, it was a very, very interesting, and Bueller should have more. He had so many two strike counts that somehow, like the Pirates were just slapping ground balls, like they just couldn't finish <laughs> off guy. He should have a lot of K's. So it's, it's impressive he got to twenty one points. But overall, oh, and I'll, I'll I'll say it, Andrew Heaney pitched well again. Yeah, look at that. I, I will say it. Um, I will admit though, like I said, I, Andrew I, Heaney I, is just a guy. You know, we all have that guy where it just doesn't matter what you say. It's yep. going to be the opposite. Like, hey, Andrew Heaney's been pretty good. As soon as you say that, it's like fade Heaney. Like, yep. it's just, it's it just ain't going to work out. Yeah, I yep. that was me and Granky earlier in the year. That's why every time Granky pops up, I'm like, man, do whatever you want. I'm, not, I'm don't, don't trust me. And then the last thing I'll say before we break out, break down Wednesday's 12 game slate. Did you happen to see Brian Hayes' home run that wasn't a home run? Yeah, I mean, the only thing more awkward than that was Garrett Cole's interview. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're going to talk about Garrett Cole on Wednesday. And do we trust him without the sticky stuff? <laughs> That's secret secret. I don't. Um, but all right, let's get in to this 12 game slate on both sites, which is nice. It's a team. And there's three games during the day. If you're feeling like uh, scratching that itch for some day baseball, they got you there. But we have uh, 12 games. There's a little couple scattered showered spots, just like we saw on Tuesday. Those should be fine. There is one spot you got to worry about, though, and that is Milwaukee at Cincinnati. Looks like 65% chance of rain, give or take. And I really want that game to play very badly. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna hope that one gets in. So keep an eye on that. Hopefully it gets better as the day goes on. But we'll start things off with Atlanta at Philadelphia 
on this one. And we have uh, the wonderful Tucker Davidson making his third start of the season, going up against Zach Eflin. The total is nine in this game. Davidson's 82 on DK74 on Fandle, Eflin 89 and 82. I like Davidson a bit. I was surprised he's 82, though, which is tough. But if you need pitching's weird on this slate, so if you want to be tournament wise, I get it. Otherwise, what's your thoughts on this one, Bogman? Yeah, I'm not messing with Davidson, but Eflin, he's had at least six innings in every single start this year except his last start, and this will also be his fourth start against the Braves already this year. He's got 19.2 innings pitched, seven earned, which is a 3-2-0. ERA and an 18 to 3 K to walk ratio. So I'm in on Eflin. I would rather have him. Uh, and he's a nice, you know, secondary option or tournament option, like you said before. Yeah, you can do that if you like. I'm going to probably just avoid both pitchers in this game, but you're going to need to pick someone on this slate without there's some punts I love on. Like I almost prefer the 6K pitchers over the other pitchers on this slate on DraftKings. But if you're going to pay up, you're going to need to pick someone. Um, if you're looking at bats in this slate, uh, who are you targeting? Yeah, I mean, I like there's a little PVB data here. 10 for 23 for Swanson against Eflin, two homers. Uh, NCRJ's got two bombs against him in 14 at-bats with four hits as well. A homer and a double for Ronald Acuna. Uh, and the other guys that have been hot, you know, Albies has been good, Segura, Herrera. Herrera's a nice cheap option at 35 and 29, so that's who I'm interested in in that one. If you're not using Eflin, I really, really, really like the price tag on Ozzy Albies, especially on DK at 41. I think that's a very, very cheap price tag for the potential upside there. Um, and then on the Philly side of things, I don't know what the heck happened where they decided to put McCutcheon sixth against the lefty instead of Batum leadoff. They put Odubel Herrera at leadoff. So that is ultra tilting. I still think he's a decent <laughs> play against the lefty, but that does change things up again. And, and Bryce Harper's back. He went deep on Tuesday, so you can kind of uh, start running the Harper train again because before he got hurt, he was just on fire. So I, I think that's going to continue on now that he's healthy once again. The Los Angeles Dodgers at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Tony Gonsolin, Tyler Anderson, over-under of nine on this one. Gonsolin's 91 on DK, 7,000 on Fandle. Anderson's 8K on DK, 62 on Fandle. Everybody loves Tony Gonsolin. I get it. I'm just not sure how deep he's going, Bogman. Yeah, I mean, isn't this his first start of the year? So yeah, He made three rehab starts, never made it through four innings. He faced 16 batters in his last rehab start. Yeah, I think this is a void both, because I like Anderson, too, and he's been good this year, but I'm not putting him out against the Dodgers, so probably no pitchers here. I'm going to stick to some hitters. Uh, I mean, Justin Turner is 15 of 31 against Anderson with four doubles and a homer. That's a 484 average over good, 31 at-bats. That's pretty good average, so uh, get him in there. And then, you know, uh, the usual suspects on the Dodgers, Betts, Taylor, Bellinger, have all been good recently. Uh, Hayes, even though he had that homer recalled, has been good. Frazier and Reynolds is a nice cheap option at 29 and 27 as well. So I'm sticking to bats in that one. Yeah, I think a, a small pirate stack as a contrarian angle, mainly just the Reynolds, Frazier, Hayes part of it. You never know Moran's back, too. There's a couple guys back, but... Gonsolin probably not long for the game. You got some bullpen, which has kind of been up and down of late for the Dodgers. Uh, Pittsburgh can kind of be one of those sneaky, cheap type looks if you need to. Not one of my favorite plays, but something to keep an eye on when you see the lineups get released on uh, Wednesday for some contrarian action. Mets at the Orioles. This game, uh, I believe it was 10 to 3 final for the O's on Tuesday. I'm looking forward to it again here on Wednesday. Taiwan Walker versus Matt Harvey, over under of nine on this one. Walker's 86 on DK, 78 on Fandle. Harvey, 5K and 5,500, respectively. Um, I'm pretty sure we're both out on Harvey. I can understand that argument for Walker. 
Yeah, he's it's pretty it's a pretty good matchup against the O's. Uh, he has pitched against them already once this year. Seven innings pitched, four uh, strikeouts to three walks. So it was an okay start, is what I'd say. Quality for sure, but uh, I he's fine. I'm not like clamoring over him or anything. I'd rather go with Eflin to be honest with you. Uh, but in this one, the bats to like. I mean, Lindor two for seven with a homer off of Harvey. Uh, four for fifteen for VR with a double and a homer. He is priced up. Though, yeah, I have no idea why he's 53 on DK. I have zero clue why. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, he's been hitting recently, so maybe that's it. Uh, Dom Smith, James McCann, all these Mets bats are super expensive on DK. So Alonzo went yard twice. He's 58 and 38. Uh, Mountcastle, Mullins, I mean, you'd rather pay for these guys too. I think maybe because I like the prices of some of these O's bats, Makes me kind of out on Walker because I think I want to use Mullins and Mount Castle, right? So yes, I'll be right back on the. I've been like I said it yesterday. I've been riding these guys for quite a while now. Just buy your O's hat already, Bubba. I need to. I need to. I'm not. I'm not hiding. Camden Yards, the band box. Uh, They're facing pitchers they can attack, and they're cheap. Santander, Mullins, Mount Castle. You can pay it for Mancini because of that. Galvis is cheap, um, and they they're doing it nightly. So I like them quite a bit. And then Alonso's. Even he's worth the price, as you mentioned. And Lindor is a phenomenal price tag. Like he's actually starting to hit the baseball. Enjoy it while you can, while he's this cheap. Cause I think it's a great price tag against Matt Harvey and then that Orioles bullpen, which has been better than expected, but they'll get their fun versus Matt Harvey. Don't you worry about that. All right. Colorado at Miami. We have no total on this one because of the pitching situation, but it's Mr. Gomber, 6K on DK, 95 on Fandle. I would call that a price discrepancy. Um, and then the Miami Marlins, I think I saw the lefty Garrett might be pitching. So that'd be something to keep in mind, but that could change. I love Gomber at 6k. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I think he's got to be in play on the road against the Marlins, even though he hasn't been pitching as well on the road, he's been better on the road as of recent. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm with you. Gomber's in play on DK. I'm not paying up for him in FanDuel. No way. But, um, you know, I also like some bats here on the Colorado side. Uh, Toppy has been hitting Hampson, Brennan Rogers, Fuentes. Uh, you can always play Blackman if you want. And then on the Miami side, it's, you know, the three guys that have been hitting Marte Aguilar and Chisholm. So, uh, those are the guys I like in that one. Yeah. I don't mind Marte Aguilar and Chisholm. Like I love Gomber a lot. I'm not going to have him everywhere. So I will have some Marlins action. I think Gomber will be popular. So you'll get some leverage there. I think Marte is a, you can use him as a one-off if you want. He stole another bag on Tuesday. He just puts up production all over the place. But you pair him up with Aguilar and company, I think that'll be a, a very low-owned little mini stack for you there with the Miami Marlins in a very potentially good spot there as well. Houston at Boston. We have Jake Odorizzi versus Nate Eovaldi, over under 9.5. Odorizzi, 8,100 and 6,100 respectively. Eovaldi, 83 and 8K. Odorizzi got destroyed in his return from the IL. Honestly, I could see that happening again against Boston, and the Houston bats are on fire. So for me, Boggs, it's all hitters in this game for me. This is our stack game for sure. Eovaldi's been great, but I'm not playing him against a hot Astros team. Mm-hmm. There's PVB data on both sides. Uh, three for six for Devers against Otterizzi with two doubles. Uh, five for 14 for JD with a triple and a homer, and he was back in there tonight. Uh, Ten for 34 for Bogarts, five doubles and a triple, so six extra base hits. Uh, five for 15 for Altuve against uh, with a double and two homers against Eovaldi. Four for 13 for Correa against the hitting over three. 300 and then there's hot hitters without great pvb data verdugo marwin 
Renfro has been on fire. He's uh, boosted his price a little bit on DK now. Uh, Guriel, Miles Straw, Kyle Tucker have all been hitting as well. And Kyle Tucker's still cheap, so yeah. go get him. Sack him. Tucker, Tucker's way too cheap, so he should be in a lot of lineups for sure. Um, I, I, I think that the price tag on Devers is worth every penny in this matchup for Zodorizzi. I love this game. If I have to pick one side, I want the Boston side against Zodorizzi, but I love both sides. Like The Houston team is a well-oiled machine, and when they're clicking the way they are right now, Correa is hitting that he went deep again on Tuesday. He's hitting everything. Um, I, I love both sides. This Brantley's also returned from the IL on Tuesday. He yeah, had multiple yeah. hits, a double and a, a single, and he's hitting in the middle of that order. And he's cheap. Like there's so much to like with both these offenses. Stack them up, as Blogman said, with you on that one. Milwaukee at Cincinnati against the potential rain issue game, but it's Brett Anderson versus Vladimir Gutierrez. Nine and a half total. A great American small park. I want nothing to do with the pitching, and I want every bat pot. Like, this is the game I want to stack, but I'm worried it's not going to play. Yeah, I'm probably just, you know, like you said, 65%. This is probably just a pass. I mean, if for whatever reason the rain comes through early and we get this game in or it's going to come late, however, uh, you know, Winker, two for five with bomb against Anderson, seven for 19 for Castellanos for, with a double and a bomb. And then guys like India, Stevenson, Urias, they've been hitting – but I'm probably not taking anybody because of the rain here. Yeah, I love Casty at his price tag. Winker's always in play, but India leading off, and then um, Suarez used to be a gold standard. Suarez at home versus left, he was like one of those plug-in plays, so I, I like that a ton. And then if you want to go against Gutierrez, he's been inconsistent, and he's not long for the games. He had Cincinnati bullpen, which was their bugaboo on because Sunday Gray left early on Tuesday, so it's going to be a worn-out bullpen, so you can really take advantage of that with like uh, Omar Narvaez, uh, Vogelbach, some of these guys, it was some big power. Even Yellick might even be in play on this one. Avisal Garcia. I want the Cincinnati side, but I could see bringing it back with some Milwaukee guys as well. Keep an eye on the weather because it could be a very, very profitable game. Seattle at Detroit. Chris Flexen, Casey Mize over under eight and a half. Flexen doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, Mize, 68 <laughs> on DK, 88 on FanDuel. Mize is probably my favorite point per dollar or pitcher on this slate, Bogman. Absolutely. Six of his last seven have been quality. Seattle's warming up, but I am on the my side. Uh, I am absolutely with you. Uh, you know, there have been some hot hitters uh, in Seattle, like uh, Crawford had. Is, he's been good, and he had a good game today. Uh, Fraley's been hitting. Uh, you know, Walton's been hitting for them. Uh, and on the Detroit side, I like Haas, uh, 38 and 31 is cheap. Scope, uh, Badu, Willie Castro, they, they've been pretty solid. So uh, I'm going to uh, – but Mize is my favorite player in this game. I like him, especially in DK as a second. Yeah, DK, $6,800 is crazy. I think even 88 on Fandle is a nice tournament play. I don't know if I'd use him in cash at that price point, but tournament definitely upside there. But I love him on DK at that price point. Pretty crazy stuff, and I like the bats like you mentioned. Haas, Scope, Grossman's playing well. There's, there's a lot to like with the Detroit Tigers. And they're very affordable. That's just never sentences you don't think you're going to say <laughs> a month ago, but there we are. Washington at Tampa Bay. We got Patrick Corbin versus Shane McClanahan over under of eight. Corbin 7,400 on DK, 63 on FanDuel. McClanahan's 82 on DK, 66 on FanDuel. McClanahan's starting to get possibly too expensive for the workload he's going to get. And Corbin, I always want to fade. Yeah, it's weird how, you know, Mize and McClanahan are flipped on either site, but uh, I kind of like McClanahan as a secondary option, but not, uh, not in DK. So a little too expensive. I, if, if I'm going to pay up for a guy, just give me 
give me Mize for cheaper. I'd rather do that. Uh, but I do like him here. Corbin's just been god awful, so he's yep. just a hard pass. Uh, Manny Margot seven for twenty four with three doubles and a triple against Corbin. Three for six for Austin Meadows with a double against him, and then you know pay up for Soto, Turner, or Bell. Uh, pretty much not. Not too many bats on the Tampa Bay side out of Marco and Meadows that I'm interested in. Yeah, there's always Rosarena and Yandy Diaz and some other guys versus lefties if you want. But for me, it's all about Manny Margot. I loved him on Tuesday at $3,100 on DK. He let off and went deep. He should be leading off again, and he got a price discount against Patrick Corbin, who in all honesty, John Lester still might be better than Patrick Corbin. So um, it, it, Manny Margot, I think, is just too much of a value on this slate, especially on DraftKings. So... Rack them up again tonight. New York Yankees at the Minnesota Twins. Garrett Cole, Randy Dobnak, over under eight and a half. Garrett Cole's 11-2 on DK, 11-5 on Fandle. Dobnak's 57 and 62. Garrett Cole's last start after the um, stickiness debate started, not good. And I'm actually thinking he's still going to use the velocities there, the strikeouts are there, but the overall spin and effectiveness are not going to be there. I don't think I'm paying for him today. Yeah, I don't think I'm paying for him today either. I'm I'm with you. I just want to see him go again without the spider attack to see if it's going to work. So um going to avoid, but there are bats to be had in this game on either side. Uh, like like we said, since we're not playing him, you can play guys like, uh, you know, Donaldson, Garlic, Polanco, guys that have been hot, but, you know, the Yankees bats are probably going to be uh, more likable. I mean, Andy Wars is still cheap, 25 and 24. I don't know what it's going to take for him to have to get priced correctly, but he's just not doing it yet. Geo, uh, 38 and 25 judge 56 and 4,000 and Torres is in there as well. So, uh, I'm sticking to bats in this one. Yeah. I'm with you too. The Yankees will be the popular side of things and eventually they have to get clicking. So like the Torres is another's, I think rolling out Stanton and judge in tournaments because they have that double dong upside is always good. But, um, part of me, if you're making multiple lineups, I want a little Minnesota exposure just in case Cole, is flat again. So just keep that in mind. Like the Kirillovs of the world, um, you got Sano's. You want guys with home run upside. That's what I'm looking at, not guys that have to take you know four hits to be productive. I want guys that can go deep. So look at those with your Minnesota Twin plays and see where that takes you because I'm I'm worried about Garrett Cole. I'll be honest. I think he's going to be good, yeah. but not the guy we want him to be. Three more games on this 12-game slate before we keep going on. If you guys can give a rate and review on iTunes for the podcast on deck, um, MLB DFS podcast, we'd really, really appreciate it. And if you'd like to watch the show instead of just listen to the show, go to the Lion Star YouTube channel, subscribe, give the old thumbs up there, and enjoy the good stuff as always. The Toronto Blue Jays at the Chicago White Sox. going to be a fun one here. Alec Manoa coming off his uh, rough start last time out against Lance Lynn over under 8.5 on this one. Manoa is 97 on DK, 85 on FanDuel. Lynn is 10-4 and 10-8. I'm torn on this game, Bogman, just like it was the night before. Ray and Rodon both dealt. Phenomenal plays. I could see both these guys pitching well. I could see it getting ugly because these offenses are so good. I think both pitchers are GPP viable. I prefer Lynn, but I think they're both in play. Yeah, uh, they are, but I'm not buying either one of them, right? So uh, I'm going to stick to guys like, you know, we talked about Mize already. Gomber is a decent option, uh, you know, and Eflin is kind of one of my favorite options on on this slate. Uh, I get paying for them, like you said, you know, uh, we both avoided yesterday because we respect the bat so much and it didn't really pan out. 
So it could go that same way, but I'm not going to bank on that happening two days in a row. So I'm going to avoid these pitchers and stick to stick to the hitters. And there's some PVB data against Lynn here. Eight for 19 for Simeon against him with three doubles and a homer. Two for seven for Gritchick with a bomb. Two for five for Vlad Jr. So he sees the ball well against him. Uh, Tim Anderson has been uh, fire recently. Jake Lamb has been hitting unbelievably. Madrigal is one of the league leaders in hits. Uh, Yoan Moncada has been amazing. So for me, it's sick in the bats in this one. Yeah, I don't mind it if you want to try to see if Manoa struggles again, get some of the power bats. Like Even Jake Lamb has shown power, which is crazy. And he's basically free. So I, I could see attacking the bats here. I could see going pitching. It's one of those tough ones yet again. For now, I'm probably just avoiding that game as a whole. But it's one of those that maybe we'll see ownerships or a lineup situation on Wednesday that uh, changes my my thought process there. Cleveland Indians, St. Louis Cardinals, over-under of eight between Gene Mejia and Adam Wainwright. We have Mejia. Yeah. We have Wainwright, <laughs> who's 95 on DK, 77 <laughs> on FanDuel. Um, I'm not using Mejia. I could see an argument for Wainwright, but I kind of just like bats in this game as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, Wainwright is a, you know, he's been better than advertised this year, and this is a decent matchup. So I get it, but uh, you know, I, I'm once again, I'm just going to take Mize. I'm going to take Eflin at that price. I'm just going to take somebody else. So for me, it's bats too. It's Harold Ramirez, still cheaper on DK than FanDuel for whatever reason, 27, 28. Rosario's heating up 35 and 27. Uh, Jose Ramirez just crushed it tonight and has been crushing it 52 and 39. O'Neal, Edmund, Carlson, Goldie, Arenado. It, this is a feel free to stack, you know, either side of this game. Yeah, I think this could be one of the others. Like, there's we talked about Boston, Houston. I talked about Milwaukee, Cincinnati. This could be another one of those kind of stacking games. Um, I, I like the Cleveland side of it because most people, if they're going to look at this game, they might use Wainwright. So I could see Cleveland coming in a lower owned. So Ramirez, Rosario, Hernandez, J Ram, that foursome is nice. If you want to throw Bobby Bradley in for 21 on DK and 2000 on FanDuel, you can. No problem there. And I think Tommy Edmond in this game at 44 on DK and 28, especially 28 on FanDuel, is far too cheap. Uh, for this matchup, Tyler O'Neill is a great value. Um, yeah, Carlson. So there's a lot of nice value in this game, period, on both sides. And I think you can really make it happen. Yeah, I don't think you're going to need it because if you can tell with the pitching we've talked about, you're not paying up for a lot of pitching. So you can, unless you want to stack it with a, a, a very expensive stack elsewhere, you're not going to need a ton of value on this slate, which is pretty, pretty out of the norm. Yeah. Last game of the evening, Kansas City Royals, Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim, Brad Keller, Griffin Canning, over under of nine. Keller is 59 on DK, 71 on Fandle. Canning, 84 on DK, 73 on Fandle. I can use Canning as an SP2 if you really need to. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. I mean, I don't think I'm uh, as down in my voice as you are on Canning. You're like, ah, I mean, if you really want to, you can use Canning, but I'm not doing it. I like him more than that. I, I would enthusiastically say that I would use Canning, but... Once again, better options. Like I like, I like my Eflin and Mize. Uh, th th those are my two for today that I really like. So that's what I'm going to stick with. And like you said, it's bats in this one. Um, you know, Upton 4,032. I mean, he's going into a lot of my lineups. You know, uh, Stassi has been good. Rendon, obviously, anytime. And then Benintendi and Wit. You can always pay up for those guys too. So I'm sticking to bats here. Yeah, I, I don't mind canning. If I'm doing 20 lineups, I'll probably have like. Tell your voice that. Tell your voice you don't mind him. I really, really like Griffin Canning tonight, guys. <laughs> there um, it is. 
There's yes. the, you know, it just sounded so fake. Yeah, so. I think I'd use about 30% Canyon. That's what I'm going to go with. Like, I, I don't like despise him like I do Andrew Heaney, but uh, I, I don't mind Canyon. I just like the Kansas City offense, at least like the Perez's, Merrifield, Benintendi's of the world. Dozier's heating up. But I, I want the LA side of this one because Keller, he's had a couple of good games here and there, but still, you know, Justin Upton, um, Otani, Walsh. That little crew, Max Stasi is playing very well. So I, I like some uh, L.A. late night action if that's the, the way you're going on this slate. So as you can tell, not a lot of pitching to pay up for. It's kind of, I, I honestly, on DK, I could see myself building Gomber and Mize lineups and getting all the bats in the world and not caring at all. There, there's lots of ways to go about it without paying up for pitching. But Bogdan, what people care about is free stuff. Mm-hmm. And the way to get free stuff is following the Line Star app on Twitter at Line Star app and at Line Star MLB because every day, besides the great stuff they tweet out, just general stuff, news and whatnot, they tweet out the home run calls of the day from Bogman, Ryan Humphreys, and myself. And if you retweet that tweet, you can be drawn to win some free swags by joining one of us. And if our guy hits a home run, you're good to go. So Bogman on Wednesday, June 9th, who is your home run call? Give me Jay up. Jay up against Brad Keller. Uh, it's a late one, so you will have to wait, like uh, Bubba pointed out yesterday. But he's been uh, he has been thumping recently. So give me Jay up. Yeah, I mentioned the late night hammer. The Angels went off on Tuesday. They Wouldn't did. be shocked if they did it again on Wednesday. So that could be a very very strong call for me. I'm going with another big name, hoping they finally start to hit. But I said I like the Red Sox a lot. I said Rafael Devers worth every penny. I'm going Devers or Jacob or Rizzi. Uh, I know the right-handed bats usually have a little more power than Rizzi, which is weird. But I'm going Rafael Devers at home against Jacob or Rizzi. So we'll see how that one plays out. So Devers, Upton, we'll see what Ryan has as well. All that good stuff. But 12 games should be a fun one. There's three games early if you want to really scratch that itch. If not, 12 games at night. Give a rate and review on the podcast on iTunes. We would truly appreciate it. You can find myself on Twitter at BDentric. And Bogman is on Twitter at Bogman Sports. But we'll be back with you guys tomorrow with the Thursday slate. And good luck, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.